You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show. Hey guys, this is Alan, producer of the TNF Show. Today's episode comes from a training that Chris did for one of our groups about the skill and art of managing tension within your teams. If you haven't done so already, visit trafficandfunnels.com slash subscribe to get a free gift from us and also get access to special deals on our next level paid products. Let's get it. I wanted to discuss the topic of tension. It's very interesting as we are raised in at least the Western culture and society. Um, typically, we are raised to avoid tension, avoid conflict. And then when we become adults, we don't know how to handle it. Case in point, America 2020. There's a lot of tension. There's a lot of things going on. Of course, a lot is inflated by the media. We all know that because we're marketers. We are persuasion artists. But I think that we are not raised in the art of handling and dealing with tension. And I would say it is an art. It is definitely a skill, a skill. That was my Southern accent coming out. Oh, my Alabama roots, a skill that needs to be developed. And I see this crossover in uh, many businesses as well, where I'm coaching some people directly right now. And I say that this is part of it where uh, leaders have a challenge in there being tension in their organization because they might be afraid of offending someone or they might be afraid of what someone thinks or what someone might say about them. So it it becomes a thing to where instead of embracing tension in our business, we tend to avoid tension. We tend to push tension off. And that actually does an incredible disservice for you because I believe that you actually need tension to have an effective, efficient organization because you have multiple parts of your organization, right? You've got marketing, you've got sales, you've got client success, you have operations, you have profit management. And all of those different parts of your business, the leaders, the people in those parts of your business, they are incentivized for different things, right? The goal of marketing is to be as aggressive as possible, to provide as much opportunity as possible for the sales team. The sales team, their objective is to bring as many units into the business, as many new customers, clients into the business as possible. And so there could be, there commonly is an issue where sales is like, dude, I need more opportunity, vice versa. Uh, CS is like, guys, why are you bringing in all these people who aren't qualified, right? There's different incentives, there's different motives. And that doesn't mean it's bad. You actually need to embrace that. And what we've done is set our organization up in a way that has allowed us to step out and let people within the organization lead by embracing that tension. And so we have it set in our business where the people within those different parts of the business, they are the guardians of they're part of the business. So Mike Heiser in Traffic Funnels, he is the guardian of making sure that we have as much opportunity as possible. He's got constraints, he's got goals, he's he's got projections and things that are that do set some proper boundaries for his organization. 
but he is the trustee of that. Peyton is the trustee of pushing as many units as possible. Alex is the trustee of client success and making sure our clients get results and, and providing an environment where clients want to continue the relationship. Tommy is the trustee of guardian, garden being the guardian of our profit and making sure that day-to-day -day operations are working and they're moving in the right direction. So I think tension is absolutely crucial because that's where you find the best outcome. Right. If if I always had Taylor agree with everything that I came up with, that would not be good because you know we'd be way off in the future and we'd probably do things out of out of you know the right wrong time. And the same is for if I agreed with everything Taylor uh, came up with, you know we'd be lighting a lot of things on fire, right? So we have that healthy tension. And the most important thing is us at the end of the day, realizing that we have each other's best interests at heart. So yesterday in our leadership meeting for TF, there was a lot of tension in the air. And most people, they will avoid that. But we have decided to embrace it. And now listen, it will force difficult conversations. And this is a skill as a leader, as an owner, as an entrepreneur that you have to develop and be willing to go to the core, the heart of the matter. Number two, you have to be willing to separate, discipline yourself to detach from the emotion of the scenario and the situation. This is really, really difficult and it's something you have to develop. Uh, there's been many times where I've had emotion in a conversation with Taylor or maybe another team member and it just hasn't, typically does not end well because if your emotions are the thing that is ruling you in a conversation where you have tension, you could end up saying things that are not good, they're not healthy, and they don't actually bring about a great outcome. So the problem comes when, in regards to tension, is when you've got a lot of ego and or a lot of insecurity. And so, it requires a new level of vulnerability for you to have tension within your organization. You, as the leader, to be vulnerable to your people. So listen, I don't know everything. I don't have it all figured out. But I know for us to get the best result for our clients, to have the best outcome, the best product, I think we need to have XYZ in place. We need to confront XYZ and be willing to get down to the nitty gritty as Nacho would say, and be okay with that. But we tend to have an avoidance. One, we don't like tension at all. We don't like conflict because that means danger. And in our survival mechanism, we stay away from danger. We avoid that, right? Because that means that we can live another day to hunt and to live and to survive. But I'd say if you want to be in an area that you're thriving, you need to embrace tension and realize that you are a leader. And for you to be a good leader, you are the one who embraces that, but you also curate good tension for your organization. And you have to welcome that feedback and any kind of constructive thoughts from your team, your organization. Of course, if you have their buy-in, if they're showing up, you know that's a whole different conversation. 
But if you have leaders who are people in the organization, who they're showing up, they're committed, they're locking in on the fundamentals and, um, you know, basically their feedback is warranted, right? In regards to their authority and who they are in the organization, you as a leader have to be willing to accept that. And this makes me think about just a few, let's say, I want to say it might be June or May. We sent out a blind survey to all of our team and for all of our departments to get unadulterated feedback on the organization, the company, how people felt we were doing, how they felt about their position, how they felt about their leader. And we didn't know who it came from. So people could say anything and everything they wanted, but I think it's important to have a healthy organization for people to have the opportunity to kind of flesh out whatever is internal. Because typically, if you have the best interest of your company in mind, that's what you want. It's a challenge. Typically, it's a challenge, and it's it's sometimes hard to deal with because, you know, you might be confronted with some realities that you don't want to really deal with. But if you want the right product, I think you need a lot of perspective and a lot of awareness about where you're at, about where your organization is at, your leaders, your team, so that you can create that healthy tension. Really, really powerful. And this is where we've seen a tremendous acceleration. Guys, what's up? My name is Taylor Walsh and we specialize in helping experts, client-based businesses, grow their revenue with predictability and control and systems and all of the unsexy stuff that nobody else really wants to talk about. But I will tell you this, in the past four years, we've had several thousand clients. Last month in a 31 day period, our clients reported over three and a half million dollars in revenue that we helped them produce. So we have several hundred active clients at the moment. And what we've done is we sat down and we have a team of advisors that help consult with our clients and they're our inner circle and we've made a bit of their time available to you. And the purpose of this call is to really brainstorm with you. What are your goals? Where do you want to get to? Where do you see yourself in your perfect future? What do you want to accomplish? How many clients do you want to have? What's your revenue look like? What are all the big goals that you might not even know are possible? And we'll spend 45 minutes to an hour with you brainstorming through that and creating a plan, an actual blueprint that can be implemented to achieve the things that you want to achieve. And people report that these are the most valuable uh, couple of minutes they've ever spent in their life working on their business. And every single one of our multi-seven or eight-figure clients, this was the first step. You don't have to be a client. There's no pressure involved in this, okay? This is literally the first step in acknowledging that you know, to get to point B and you're at point A, there might need to be some changes in the middle to actually get to that destination. We're gonna isolate those and tell you what they are. Sign up for this, show up, grab a notebook or something to take notes with. And my one piece of advice for you is be willing to go deep and talk about the things that you actually want to achieve and we'll help you build a strategy for that. Again, my name is Taylor. I hope to see you real soon on the inside and please take advantage of these calls. Visit trafficandfunnels.com slash book a call that's trafficandfunnels.com slash book a call. Yo, what's up, crew? Taylor Welch here. And if you're a fan of this show and you want to get a little bit deeper in your commitment to your business and your growth and your revenue, head over to trafficandfunnels.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you're going to get a free gift from us just to help you grow your business. And it's our way of saying thank you for joining the family.
Our exclusive offers and deals usually show up to this subscriber community as well. So you'll get first dibs access on anything new, anything exciting. And most of the time that means profitability for you. Visit trafficandfunnels.com slash subscribe. I'll see you on the inside, my friends. It is crucial for you to be able to separate yourself right from whatever the feedback might be, whatever the situation, whatever tension might be there from your own emotions. Because if not, that's where it gets difficult. But if you step outside of yourself, you know what? I truly want what is best for the organization currently and where it's going in the future. That means I need to be willing to hear other people's perspective and feedback. So I'd say there are two types of tension. One I was talking about earlier in this video is the tension of your different departments. They all have different motives. They have different objectives that they are trying to accomplish. And you don't really want one one um, department or leader pulling too far. You want some kind of equality um, and equilibrium within your departments to where, you know, marketing can't just go out, for example, and go from 2,000 leads to 5,000 leads, right? Or 200 applications to 600 applications. They might be able to accomplish that, but does that mean there's good tension between marketing and sales? Is sales at a place where they can handle that appropriately? Or will that be too fast? Will that acceleration, that velocity be too fast for the organization? Okay, so let's say that marketing is able to go out in September and scale from 2,000 leads to 5,000. Okay, now let's say that the sales team, they can keep up with that. They've got the staff, they've got the setters, they've got the advisors. They can go and they can actually... Uh, really keep up with that, close however many people that might mean for the organization. Great. Now, what about CS, client success? Are they able to bring the proper results, fulfillments um, to that new group of clients at that level of scale? Or are they going to just completely break down? Right. So when you're considering growing your company, Tension is a requirement for that growth. The other part, other part of tension is that it allows you to see what part of the organization might be weak. So let's say if sales, they're closing high percentage, they're locked in, like they are really efficient on their lead volume. And so they're out ahead, right? And then maybe they could close another 20 a month or another 10 uh, sales a month, right? And let's say that client success, I mean, they can handle that. Like they've got great leadership. They have their processes dialed in to where they can take on a new 20, another 20 clients a month. So, right, you've got marketing, got client success out ahead, but they're being held back by marketing. Sales and CS, they're ahead, but marketing's holding them back. Right. You can identify based on tension what part of your organization might be lacking. And then the second part of it is just interpersonal tension, tension within the people in a healthy way. It's not adversarial. It's not me against you. It's just as, as one unit, one organization trying to achieve the same things. And so 
what I've done in the past is I've just run way far out ahead. And it's not proper. It's not appropriate for the organization. So I need to consider my other people on the front lines, the other soldiers. If I'm just running out ahead, you know, that could indicate something to where that maybe I've got some capacity, some things figured out that maybe I need to go back and help my other people on the front line. Lock them in, get them to a new level. Right. So it's not what's best for me. It's not what's best for Peyton. It's not what's best for Tommy, for Taylor. Ultimately, it's what's best for the organization. And ideally, what's best for the organization is best for all the individuals. So I would ask yourself right now. One, do I have enough tension within my organization? Two, are all the people that are part of that process, are they bought in? Are they okay with that tension? Two, is the tension healthy? Is it a place where we have this vision as, you know, for the organization, we're all on the same page. We've all agreed to these objectives, these goals, these projections to where we all know what we need to do for our part to get the organization to that level. You got to have the buy-in of your people. It's pretty important, right? Because you want some internal tension within your people so that they're, they can handle the external tension between the different departments, leaders, whatever's going on. So this is when you get to a place where you've got shared burden. So if you are the leader in the business, the organization, and you feel like, man, I'm carrying all the burden, it's because either you're not willing to have tension, meaning you are not willing to offload that burden to other people, creating tension, creating and assigning responsibility within the organization. Or, you know, it could also be that you just really don't want that. You know, and maybe you just need to be an employee somewhere. Right? It all comes down to what you want at the end of the day. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com.